Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, The Double Cleanse, with me. Robert Welsh. Oh, and <laughs> me. James Welsh. Hello. Hi. I've got my name there for a minute. How yeah. are you? Um, yes. Do you know what? No. Oh. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, it's getting hot and we don't like summer. And I'm honestly, oh I just can't deal with it. It was 20 degrees, which I know our American audience are going to be like, that's nothing. That's but Celsius, tw- right? Celsius, yeah. yeah. It was 20 degrees Celsius. I wore... A shirt and a cap to the field to play with my dog, and I couldn't handle it. It was too no. hot. Awful. And there were people just out exercising in it and like sunbathing in it. I was like, I don't know Why how people do Why don't this. they understand mm. that it's hot outside? <laughs> and that is horrible. <laughs> exactly. I know. I don't get it. Like, I just, oh, like, it, this morning it was, it's sunny, but it, it was still a bit chilly, and people were walking around in like vests and shorts, and it's like, everyone calm down, it's not that hot yet. That's a very British thing to do as soon as the sun comes yeah. out. It's like summer clothes, even if it's still freezing. Yeah, Union Jack vest on, get out there, <laughs> <laughs> buying disposable barbecues, yeah. even though we're in lockdown and no one should be out there doing shit. Everyone calm down. Everyone calm down. Other than that, though, yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's just exactly the same. Just, I can feel summer's coming and I'm just, I just know for the next, how long is summer? I don't know. Until until Christmas, basically. No, until, I guess, Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas Day is when it gets cold. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like every year, every year so far, it's been like, this is the hottest summer yet. I know, yeah. Every single year. And it's like, can we, can we just like, I don't know. And it's always on the news. Millions gather on the beach for the hottest day ever. It's like, what is wrong with, like, I don't understand. But then I understand that, like, some people don't like winter and we love it. Like, people get depressed in winter, but, like, we love it. I mean, get a lamp. Get one of those lamps. Yeah, because that's, that will do. (laughs) (laughs) Robert. Robert Welsh. Hi, James. Hi. Hi. As you know, this podcast is about skincare and the makeups. Yeah. And I just wondered this week if you have anything you'd be loving. I do have a few things I'd be loving. Um, mm. I do a lot of um, makeup shopping on the online, as yes. like you do with skincare. But also we're yes. very lucky we get um, gifted things. Um, yeah. Not necessarily, you know, affiliates or anything. We just get gifted nice stuff. And I thought... Send us things. People send us things. It's nice. So I got these... Um, we're both obsessed with Korean beauty in Ugh. general. It's the Ugh. best. If you haven't tried best. it, come on. What are you doing? You really need to give it a go. There's a, <laughs> there's a Korean brand called Clio. And I've recently just got their Prism Air Shadows. Mm. Um, hashtag not spun. We don't need to do that on here. (laughs) (laughs) Just have it. Um, But here's the deal. I um, recently, was it recently? I can't remember. I did a video. I have this thing where everyone's like, oh, Korean makeup. Either you look it up on YouTube and people are like, the kookiest darn Korean products I could find. And they use Korean packaging. Yeah. Yeah. And they choose all the like, you know, um, weird Korean products. Like there are you know, mm. in the UK. Oh, I guess we don't. Um, but they don't really take a look at the serious stuff and the really, really good products. Um, 
It's the same with skincare, but like they get the mayonnaise stuff, you know, all that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've recently been trying to use Korean makeup in a way that shows that you can use it, I guess, in a Western way. I'm doing it Western way, so I can right. see it. Where you yeah. can get really amazing results and full coverage results if you need to. And these mm-hmm. eyeshadows that I got are absolutely insane. They're called Prism Air, which I think I said by Clio, but they're like um, metal. They look like liquid metal. Ooh. So I'll be using those, but yeah, I've been touching them. I've been touching them for <laughs> for hours. <laughs> what do you mean? Them a poke, di- dipping your fingers in. Exactly, yeah. Just just rubbing the surface and seeing if, how much colour comes off. If you weren't a practicing makeup artist, I would say that it was very unhygienic yeah. that you just go around dipping your fingers into your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is the deal. I keep my professional kit and then my other stuff separate. So in my like YouTube and Instagram kit, I can touch surfaces all I like, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dip your fingers into, you know... Every and then put your finger into then... your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> touch my eye and then touch everything. But um, no, you want. I keep it all very separate. Exactly. That's very good of you. So can I tell you about something I've done recently, which I kind of instantly regretted after doing it? Oh no. Yeah. No, I bought... Um, you know Harper's Bazaar do that? I can't remember if it was Vogue or Harper's Bazaar. They do the celebrities like um, uh, skincare routines. And everyone on uses YouTube, like, on YouTube, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. People yeah. use like everyone's using Neutrogena wipes. Well, I oh. can't remember who it was, but someone used these Chanel anti wrinkle under eye patches, right? And they they're really aesthetically pleasing. They're like white, and they just say Chanel over them. Um, well, but the patches have Chanel. The patches, yeah. Oh, they're, but they're, what it is, it's like an eye roll on eye cream with reusable patches that you put over. Um, and then you leave it on for 10 minutes and you take them off. And it's meant to help the eye cream do something. It says the patches are meant to heighten the effectiveness of the serum, which is kind of like a thing that you can do with serums on your face. And you put like a reusable like silicone mask over your face. Yeah. Is that like it, what a sheet mask does? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Um, but there's just an eye version of it. And I bought them and it was nearly a hundred quid with postage. What? I know, but I'm, I just think they're going to look really good. <laughs> Oh, you haven't got them yet? They're coming today. They arrived today. Listen, Um, Chanel, all these brands, like Chanel, Dior, who's the other mm. one? Well, there's loads of them. The other one. YSL. YSL. I just don't... I know there's some people that swear by them, but I just don't trust the price tag. I really don't think it's worth it. Oh, no, me neither. You're 100% paying for a name and a logo when it comes to designer brands. Back in the olden days, if we're looking from, like, a fashion perspective as well, like, for example, like, the Burberry coat is, like, a a pure example of a really good staple that you could have invested in. It would last you years and years and years. And that's what, like, designer fashion and designer skincare and perfume and makeup mm. used to be, you know, like back in the olden days, the makeup was incredible and it came in like amazing packaging. The tins that the makeup would come in are still yeah. around today because it was such good quality yeah. and people look That's after Because you would have to buy like a refill for it mm. most of the time. And you would yeah. have like your, this is my powder case. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my but lipstick It's not case. like that anymore. Like I, I wouldn't no, invest. I wish it was. Yeah, I wouldn't invest in like That's designer because, label I mean, stuff. Years ago, I, there was, I think it was a brand, was it Bieber? Not as in Justin Bieber, but B-E-B-A. Never heard I of it. I need to look that up now, I said it. Well, they were like the first makeup brand to use, it was the 70s, one of the first makeup brands to use cardboard packaging for, oh. for their makeup. No, that's not true. You horrid liar. Wait, I swear it was them. I can't remember. That'll give you... A... <laughs> That'll give you some homework, <laughs> listeners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. That like disposable packaging is is like a newer thing. Anyway, what the hell? What are we talking about? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> oh, I was just saying about the Chanel thing. Like that's why nowadays I wouldn't really invest in designer brands like that because I don't feel like they have that durability and longevity exactly. that they used to have. Exactly. And when it comes to their especially cosmetics, I do feel like it's white label stuff that they're just putting their logo on. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did it for a video, okay? I did it for a video. It's a video, all right? Yeah, all right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, before we go any further, Robert Walsh... Yes, um, James 
Listen, our podcast is charting on the charts. Can you believe we are in the charts? The charts. <laughs> we are now officially pop stars. Pop, <laughs> pop stars. Pop singers. No, I actually can't believe it. So we didn't actually know. Someone had to let us know that yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't even know the charts really were a thing, I guess, when it came to podcasts. Yeah, we're not very familiar with podcasts. We're not very familiar. Really. But as of today, um, which is today's date, um, we are... Wait, what is today's date? The 14th of April. We are number 12 um, in the US in the arts um, category. Um, and we are number... 13 in the UK in the arts category as well, but even more like insane, and I don't understand how better, it happened. Right? Better, better would be a good more, word. More, <laughs> better. more we better. We are number one in fashion and beauty in the UK and number one in fashion and beauty in the US. And which I believe. Is insane. Which is insane. I didn't, I, I just, I don't understand. But thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you, everyone, for your reviews, for rating, reviewing, um, subscribing. It's, it's kind of made us, the podcast, a little bit more visible, which we didn't realize was a thing that could happen. So What's thank you thing? so yeah. much. Yeah, um, I didn't realise, but we're also number one in Austria, if you wanted to yes. know. I'm literally just flicking through now, having a look. <laughs> number three in France. It just it's, we, we didn't know this was a thing. So yeah. thank you so much, everyone. We really, really do appreciate it. We do. Thank you. But going mm. on from that, if you could, if you're listening on... Um, Oh, actually, let's just clear up this confusion really quickly. Mm. When we said it was available, our podcast was available on iTunes, we didn't mean... Um, What's it called when you pay a subscription to not iTunes? Apple Music? Sorry, it's yeah, the not Apple, Apple Music. It, app. Yeah, it's a free podcast app you can download um, from iTunes and have on your iPhone. If you're on Android, you probably listen to this. I mean, you listen to this already, so you found a way. But oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's true. Why are we even talking <laughs> yeah. about this? We are coming to Spotify soon. That's what I wanted to say, yeah. really. Um, but there's certain rules that Spotify have to have before you submit, which means you had to have five episodes, and we only have three, mm. um, including this one. So you know, we're getting there, and as soon we'll as it's available, there. we will let you know. But yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. But yeah, keep on reviewing, rating, subscribing. Um, but that's it. Thank you. Music. That's not our music. <laughs> So if you guys have listened to our past two um, episodes, then you would know that every week we ask you guys a question over on our Instagram, and it's usually going to, you know, kind of give you a kind of hint of what we're going to talk about um, on that week's podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we asked you guys recently, I always have to check because I always, always forget. Oh, go and follow us. It's at the Double Cleanse Podcast on Instagram. We asked you guys... Is there a makeup or skincare trend that you love or hate? Or a trend that you love but you didn't... (laughs) (laughs) So we asked you guys, let me try that again. So is... is... Why can't I read that? Basically, okay. we asked if there No, are... let me do okay, it. I got it. it. I got okay, it. Again. Okay, 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 so... <laughs> we said, is there a makeup or skincare trend that you love or hate? Or a trend that you love that you didn't think you would? Mm. I need to start putting commas in my sentences there. Okay, yeah. Um, and you guys had so many... Um, <laughs> so many opinions. <laughs> You, you guys all had like, an opinion. You Your all had opinion. opinions. No, we've got loads of answers, so thank you so much. So how we're going to do this is James obviously um, specialises in skincare, I'm a makeup artist, so we're going to kind of block it up a little bit. We're going to talk about skincare first and some um, answers that we got, and kind of dive a little bit further into them, and then we're going to makeup and do the same thing. Yeah, but if so, there's any makeup things you think of as we go, like, let, mm, just, yeah. So why don't we start off, James? Is there a trend in skincare that you love that you didn't think that you would? Oh, you know what I do? <laughs> you put it so eloquently. Thank you. Um, one thing I really... Okay, so I have to start with saying it's a trend I didn't like to begin with was jade rollers. Mm. So yeah. people were buying these jade rollers. They were really, really expensive. Half the time, they it wasn't even real jade. But people were like, the, the jade stone... I mean, if you're into crystal healing and that's what you get from crystals, 
perfect like you use a jade roller Good. for this reason Great. but a yeah. lot of people were saying you know um it was marketing as this amazing thing that the jade is going to like heal your skin and whatever other um magical qualities jade has yeah i remember i one time i i saw somewhere it was like this is going to heal your acne yeah like just by rolling it over and mm. stuff like that and i was like well no, for me. <laughs> well, I don't, this is the thing, I don't not believe in crystal healing and things like that, but I think mm. there's a particular way to do it. I don't think rolling a bit of jade over your face is sure. the way to do it. Exactly. Also, from a science perspective, jade is really porous as well. So it absorbs pretty much like a lot of the um, product you're using on your face. So people would apply serums, oh. then roll this jade, then roll this jade roller over. But then people were doing things like um, applying like cleanser with it. Do you know what I mean? Like they were rubbing what? it over. <laughs> Like the weirdest, like the moment like a trend makes its way onto Instagram, these Instagram beauty gurus find the weirdest way to use everything. This is the trouble with trends on Mm. Instagram. Trends come from, and trends come from this thing of wanting to create either a shock value or a, um, uh, what's it called? Viral kind of, um, this needs to go viral kind of tactic. Mm. So people can, like you just said, they can find something, a shoe that I've seen someone got to buy makeup with a shoe. They they find something and use it in a way that's very attention, not att- attention grabbing, and they use it in a thumbnail. Hmm. So it, it's, like you said, they'll grab a jade roller, roller and they'll put their lipstick on it. Didn't know yeah. things like this. But there are people out there that believe that this is how it's used. Mm. And it's not their fault. People have grown up with learning things from online. This and, is the issue, though. Yeah. It's like, fine, like, make a clickbaity thumbnail with it, but at least in your video, show how to properly use it. Exactly. So exactly. people were buying these jade rollers, and I'm pretty sure people didn't know why they were buying buying these rollers whatsoever. But mm. I actually bought one because I, I was going to make this and I probably will still do it. But I don't know if it's an interesting video where I was going to do my skincare routine completely wrong. <laughs> like based on all <laughs> these like trends yeah. and awful things you see on Instagram. So let me show you it. Hang on. I have one. I and... got one. I got a rose yeah. quartz one. And See, it's I have really jade. relaxing. Like once you actually like roll it over your face and you do it properly and you spend the time like rolling it in all the directions and lymphatic drainage, lymphatic drainage, sorry. Yeah. It's really nice to do. And even when you do put a sheet mask on, for example, and roll over, it's a really nice way to massage your skin without any like dragging and tugging. Mm-hmm, but should mm-hmm. you be applying like lip balm and eye cream and moisturizer <laughs> with it? No, it's not for that. You need to slip yeah. to it. But I actually really, really like these little like stone rollers. I yeah, I, I got one. I got a jade roller because we had a treatment done to our chins where we had, um, what was it called? Oh my God, um, fat it's dissolving, meant to dissolve, it? Oh my God, so it didn't work. Um, <laughs> but basically your chin swells up to a size of like a frog. You know when a frog puffs out their chin? Yeah. So I bought one because... To kind of help the swelling go down, it, it was all about like lymphatic drainage and you mm. had to massage it. But I didn't want to use my fingers too much. So I got this jade roller and it was really good because when you do like, um, when you do lymphatic drainage, you can kind of like saliva builds up in your, oh, it's in it now, in your like mouth now, and in yeah. your throat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can feel it. And when I was doing doing that with a jade roller, I could, I could really feel it. But I mm. haven't used it since. And I, 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 there's not a part of me that's like, oh, I need, I must get that jade roller back out. Yeah. Unless I want to do my <laughs> mascara with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, don't you use a fork like, for mascara? Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Um, but that's yeah. one thing. And I think it is, it's mainly like the Instagram thing. Can I go on from that as well? Actually, on Instagram, yeah. derma rolling is something that really, really helped me. Like when I was, I've talked about this before when mm. like from scarring and stuff um, it has come to light now that derma rolling maybe isn't the best thing as far as flat headed needles go going into your skin and then the way they kind of roll out kind of pushes, pushes up inside yeah. your skin so derma stamping is more the thing yeah. When I did derma rolling, it was a huge thing. I make a big evening out of it. I'd like clean my room. Yeah. I like di- like <laughs> disinfect the surfaces where I was going to do it. You know, yeah. my derma roller had already been like sanitized and was in a sanit like a solution for like exactly. all the time I wasn't using it. And nowadays you just see people like whacking it out of like a pencil case that they're using as a makeup bag and then rolling over their lips and then applying like 50 layers of foundation over straight on top it's not what you do and this is the problem is like when something as delicate and something that should be taken as seriously as derma stamping becomes a trend 
And like mm-hmm. you said, people are then trying to make shock value videos or like yeah. um, atten- um, clickbait vid- thumbnails. They're showing people the wrong way to use it, like rolling it over your face while you're wearing a sheet mask. Like, there's and sometimes no a harmful to do way that. to and use harmful. it. If you were to put products straight on top of that, you've literally opened your skin mm-hmm. with needle holes mm-hmm. and you're applying lipstick on top. Or you're applying something on top. Well, this is it's, the thing. is like people yeah. are applying products that they don't realise are a it particular was, kind it, of product as well. So like chemical exfoliants, yeah. people are using mm-hmm. a pixie glow tonic after doing it, but because yeah. it's called a glow tonic, not like an exfoliating toner mm-hmm. or a, like a peeling mm-hmm. solution, for example, people think it's like this, um, you know, lighter skin glowing thing that works in when conjunction it, with something like and that. And they're actually like double exfoliating their face. Right, yeah. There was this trend as well. I don't think it was around for very long, thank God, but people were derma-rolling their lips to make them look bigger, Ugh. and then they would put on a gloss or a lipstick on top. Um, so they're technically putting makeup on top of holes in, yeah. in their face. Yeah. But this is the Let's thing now, into, is like, yeah. sorry, is now, like, a lot of, obviously, professionals are saying you shouldn't be doing this at home. It's like, well, no wonder, because people are literally, like, rolling their derma rolls and shit and doing it on their face. It just... They're ruining it for everyone else. They're ruining it. Everyone, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> Let's go on to some skincare trends that you guys told us that you didn't like or did like. So, um, someone says they love oil cleansing. Uh, They thought they would hate it and it would break them out. A lot of people think that. I think with with oil, they think that it's going to clog their pores or make their skin oilier or or do something like that. Yeah, I think especially with people with oily skin and acne-prone skin, Mm. um, I think a lot of people think that's the thing. It's going to clog up their pores or it's going to add oil to their skin. But when you have like a really well-formulated one... Um, obviously if you're just going to use olive oil on your skin it's not the worst thing but it doesn't feel nice I think that's the thing especially if you have oily skin but when you've got like a nice um, cleansing balm that you like massage on and then emulsify and it rinses away like it was never on your face yeah, um, I think that's when people realise that double cleansing is actually quite a nice thing to do and I think when people see the results of double cleansing as well especially yeah. if they wear a lot of makeup then they realise yeah. that it's actually like a really helpful thing to do there is this like you don't have to double cleanse cleanse unless you're wearing makeup and sunscreen obviously but you also don't have to buy a cleansing balm you could just use your normal cleanser like a lot of modern day cleansers are made to deal with things like sunscreen and makeup so you don't have to rush out buy cleansing balm but for me they are the nicer gentler ways to remove more stubborn products i feel like yeah that's it i feel like with oils something like a, a double cleanse or an oil cleanse makes it so much easier to take off eye makeup, mascara, and yeah. um, lipsticks fat stain because oil literally breaks down your makeup. Mm. It dissolves it off the skin. Mm-hmm. So if you're um, wanting to double cleanse for makeup purposes, I feel like you need that oil to it. Yeah, if that I makes think sense. So a lot of well. eye makeup removers are, it's, you know, those like um, dual phase where you have mm. to shake it up. They have oil in. So I, I really like that. I, I personally like the process of double cleansing. Me I too. feel cleaner. Yeah. I feel like um, it's re- more relaxing. And I like to kind of see... Um, everything smudge and fade yeah, do you like know what I mean as, as you use the oil mm. yeah and that's I really thing. like you can, it you can see the results and you can see all that stuff coming off and mm. this is the thing I just think if you're gonna if you're gonna double cleanse I mean a lot of people use like micellar waters and stuff but there's something about an oil like you said that just breaks down everything effortlessly you're yeah. not scrubbing at your face with a cotton pad yeah. or a cloth or whatever it's just such a nicer way to do it and even if you don't sometimes you do not have to do this at all by the way like before everyone starts doing it. But sometimes, like, in winter, like, years and years ago, I've double cleansed for longer than I've used sunscreen, which is, like, a a horrible thing to say. But even when, like, when I was, like, in early 20s and we moved to London, I would double cleanse when I wasn't obviously wearing makeup or sunscreen and the dirt that would come off my face compared to, like, a a normal cleanse. Because then I'd just use, like, a toner and you still see crap like especially if yeah. in london you have like black pollution of course like oh on your face so even when i wasn't wearing stuff i still liked to do a double cleanse because it, it i felt like i could get everything off you don't have to do that though you can literally just cleanse twice or have a good thorough yeah. cleanse but I, I still like doing it and like you said it's the more the feeling of it and the relaxing side of it and yeah. stuff but yeah so i i really like it i think it's something everyone mm-hmm. can benefit from really Oh, sorry, Robert. Um, (laughs) One thing, you do not have to double cleanse if you don't wear makeup or sunscreen or if you're just sitting inside. A lot of people ask, like, do I have to double cleanse? It's like, no, you don't have to double cleanse to remove. Well, can double cleansing get to a point where it's actually not benefiting your skin? 
Well, yeah, I think the only benefit is to remove stubborn stuff. Or, I mean, I mean, opposite to benefit. Like, it can't harm your skin, can it? Not really. I mean, you could always over-cleanse. You're adding water to your skin. And water is, like, not irritating for your skin. But, it, you know, whenever you put water on your face, it's going to dry out a little bit more. So the less mm. water you can put on your skin, really, the better throughout the day. Yeah. So if you don't need to do an extra cleanse, if you've got nothing to remove, there's no point in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Skip that step. Talking about um, steps in, in skincare. Yes. Um, someone says that they hate the idea that you need to use 10 or more skincare products to have good skin. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I yeah. think that's something that was kind of like lost in translation as far yeah. as like um, what the 10 step routine really is. And I think like I, I used to love a 10 step routine, but that's because I love doing skincare. But it doesn't matter, like, how much you use, it's what you're using. So you can use two products yeah. and, like, still have a really good routine. You could have ten if you wanted to and have a decent routine. What the ten-step, obviously based on Korean ten-step skincare routine... That's, I think that's where it came from, isn't it? That, yeah. Lay, like, layering products. Layering products. That, you know, 15, my 20-step yeah. skincare routine I've yeah. been doing. But it's yeah. more what you can do. Yeah. Rather than, so there are 10 steps that you can do or more sometimes, you know, it can go up to 11. And if you include things like sheet masks and all that kind of stuff, there are these steps you can do, but it doesn't mean you have to do all of them. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so like, yeah. it's just making you aware that there is such thing as an essence, there is such thing as a, a treatment and an ample, and you know, you could do a sheet mask or a, a different mask, but it's not something you have to do. Yeah. And I don't think it's any more, having more steps is any more beneficial than having less, you know? No, there's, there's times where I find that if I add even one extra step to my skincare routine, I feel like, okay, now I've ruined my skin a little bit. Right. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can take it too far. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> like the... Oh my God, good uh, Sunday Riley, good jeans that you use. Oh my God, good jeans. Yeah, okay, so Sunday Riley, right? First of all, as a brand, I got really confused with them. I thought they were by um, another skincare specialist. I thought it was her brand. Turns out it's not at all. I didn't do my research. There was this... Sunday Riley Good Jeans. I don't even... What is it? I don't It's an exfoliating it serum. So I'm right. not actually... It's a little bit different in the UK because in America they're allowed like a bit more chemical right. exfoliant. Let me double check. Well, it says you can use it daily. So I did. Let me just tell you something. My skin, the way it reacted or acted with, with products that I use every day on a regular, it stung. Everything stung my face to a point where I was like, I, my skin is not feeling good. I thought it was going to smooth me out, make me yeah. anti, you know, ageless, all this kind of stuff. Ruined my skin. Well, so this it. is the thing is I made a video recently about products people are using wrong. And I mentioned the Ordinary's glycolic acid toner, which is mm. a 7% glycolic acid toner. Glycolic acid is what is in um, the Sunday Riley Good Jeans. It's an AHA. So it's an exfoliating okay. acid, right? Yeah. And people are like, but the packaging says you could use it every day. It's like, yes, it does. you could use it every day. Should you though use it every day? Not really, because there is no need to exfoliate every single day, especially with something like a seven percent. I still can't see how much is in. It doesn't give a percentage, but is seven um, percent high then? I I think five percent is a good percent, but then it, it completely depends on your skin. Like, yeah, you could use it every day if you built your skin up to that stage. There are dermatologists uh, who use retinol every day. I can't use yeah. it more than once a week without my skin peeling off. So it, it's <laughs> like product ingredients you have to build up yeah. to. And then yeah. that's another thing is you go back to these Instagram influencers and you see like preteens using these glycolic acid toners every single day. Yeah. So you don't need to be doing it every single day. So like things if like the Sunday all, Riley, yeah. yeah, good jeans, like that, like that's like adding something like that into your routine every day could damage your skin. And it did. It this is the thing. It, it did. And then recently another brand who I don't want to, uh, maybe I won't talk about one right now, but a brand sent me some skincare and there were maybe two steps that they sent me that I hadn't really used in my skincare routine, if that makes sense. Mm. So I added them to my skincare routine after talking to you and seeing where I should put them. Oh my god, my skin. Oh my god, burnt. your nose. Burn. It was awful. <sighs> it looked like, what did it look like? A patch of sunburn yeah. on my face. Yeah. And I spoke to two other people who were also sent products from this brand, and they experienced the same thing. They had really mm. bad, um, what's it called? Like a bad reaction to the product. Really bad. In, um, you had like irritation yeah. and inflammation. This is oh, a product that I worst. use and I love, but that yeah. makes me think that 
you know, obviously products don't suit everyone, but your skin barriers damage, you know, you're open to irritation more than stuff because... Well, then I had to start using that great mm. barrier relief stuff because it was the only thing that would, would help yeah. my skin. Yeah. But this is the thing as well, it's just because all these stages are available, like 10 steps, it doesn't mean you have to do it. I think like this year, especially like influencers, we all kind of did that 10 step routine and my 10 step yeah. Korean routine, you know, mm. all that kind of stuff. And this year people really are like you don't need all that. Like, let's take a step back. Let's reassess what we have. My routine at the moment, like, it does go between, like, three steps to seven. Do you know what I mean? It depends on the day, though. That's the thing, though. Like, if we're talking about the whole YouTube world and all that kind of stuff, my 10-step whatever was a trend. It was a trend that happened on YouTube. But here's the thing as well. It's so easy to get caught up in trends because they're fun mm. for you. It's putting on this much skincare, using that much skincare and seeing the possibilities you can do with it mm. is fun. Oh my God, I love but it. But then also at the same time, it's like, hey, what's next? You know, yeah. what, what's the trend I can get on next? And now it's more of a natural, less is more kind of trend. It's called, the sk- trends yeah. do- it's called skip care. So it's like where you skip uh. certain stages. Things like yeah. essence and toners pretty much being the same thing, for example. So you don't really need both. Um, things like you can get like um, the properties of a serum in your moisturizers. It means like kind of combining these like, not two-in-ones because I hate two-in-ones, but mm. these mm. multi-beneficial products rather than having this whole array. I still like collecting all my products and they make me happy. But you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm you know cutting down a lot more so i also saw another not dislike well i guess it is a dislike um oh i lost it but there's actually there's a lot of them a lot of people are saying about the peel off masks like oh, you peel off God. your face so um, this is a perfect yeah. example of a step that looks like one thing but is actually another so these peel off masks aren't a masking stage they're an exfoliation stage they're literally yeah. peeling off your dead skin and yeah. i i because i wrote that down here i wrote off um, black charcoal peel off mask as one of the worst trends I so think has that ever was, happened. Oh my god, it was awful, and everyone thought it was funny when it was like ripping off People their eyebrows. It's stuck like, to their listen, face it's like... waxing your face. Mm. What's it doing to your? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So this is the thing is like, there are some really, really nice, well-formulated peel-off masks that aren't gonna stick to your skin that much and peel off like a crazy amount of skin to make you red, you know? They're not gonna peel off all these little hairs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then the, one of the products that was trending and that people were buying was from brand, um, websites like Wish and Amazon. And it was this oh same my God, black, the... really cheap peel-off mask that, that $1 peel-off mask that's yeah. going to just fuck up your skin. Yeah, because it literally just had, like, glue in it. You know, you, you, there are certain yeah. adhesives, but this was literally, like, I made a video on it. I can't remember what it was. It was a particular type of glue that's used that was, it was literally just sticking to your skin. And also, charcoal is a bit of a gimmick when it comes to things like that, because charcoal needs to actually touch the dirt, if that makes sense, on your skin. Because it can't if it's mixed with an adhesive. Yeah, so people think yeah. charcoal is like a magnet, but it's it's not. It's more like a sticky, like imagine putting sellotape, you know, over your face. Mm-hmm, it has to mm-hmm. stick to the oil and the and the dirt to be able to take it away. So it can't physically pull it out. It has no. to touch it. It has to, to touch it. it. Yeah, it's not a magnet. So like when it's suspended in something like that, there's no real benefit to the charcoal other than it looking kind of fun online. Do you know right. I mean? talking, talking about no benefit <clears throat> and it looking fun online. Mm. Glitter 
face masks. Can I just, face masks, those kind of sticky face masks with glitter in, they've kind of just become a thing that people buy so they can be like, I'm going to take a picture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But that's marketing, no, um, isn't it? It's like perfect marketing. Oh my God. I mean, I would, I would, I'll buy it. Yeah. But I'm not going to use it no, probably. No. <laughs> but Glam, Glam Glow are obviously like the main culprits for this. Oh, we use their uh, My Little Pony we Pure did, they're My Little okay. Pony ones. They were absolutely fine. Mm. Um, did they do much, like, long-term? Not no, really. No, and it's just not needed. I mean, it depends, though, isn't it? It's like, kids, it's kids' skincare. But then some it of is. these um, glitter masks, they have, again, like, um, glycolic acid in, salicylic acid. They have, like, certain ingredients in that I wouldn't necessarily think you should target to younger people. There's that brand... Yeah. Um, Yes to. They're all about like organic and like yeah. vegetables and all their like packaging looks yeah. like an old music video like, with all the vector drawings, you know? Exactly. And yeah. they released a unicorn sheet mask that had a crazy amount of active ingredients in that even I wouldn't use all in conjunction with all in one go. And it's yeah. a unicorn. Like kids are gonna buy it. Like you know, like they're like thirteen year olds gonna it's buy it. It's a kids thing. Yeah, it's exactly. a kids thing. And they had to recall it because it was burning kids' faces and they're all going red. Of and course. it's probably because it's the first time they've ever used anything with vitamin C in it. Do you mean for example? Yeah. Like yeah, of course. It's just insane, insane. And that's like unicorn glitter. All this kind of stuff is another trend, which I don't think is a bad thing. It just doesn't need to. It needs to be targeted right, and the ingredients need to be kid friendly because that's what it's for kids. Yeah, and that's the thing, because especially a brand like that, like, I used to see them all the time in um, America, like, I'll see them in Walgreens and and every kind of drugstore, mm. and their whole, like, marketing kind of thing, like, it'll be near the Burt's Bees, it'll be like, oh, we're as natural as Ooh. possible. Oh, yes, too, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so to put something like like really strong active ingredients in a face mask, you wouldn't like you wouldn't think it's mm. going to damage your skin or, or do anything like that because yeah. they have your best interests in mind being a natural brand. I just want to talk about one trend that I hated recently was that sunscreen is bad for you. So I don't know if you read it, but there was a, a, a study that said that um, a certain ingredient in the sunscreen was found in um, blood samples and urine samples. So people were like, chemicals are getting into your skin, don't use sunscreen. It's like, okay, but these aren't harmful. And <laughs> you probably like do a gram of Coke on the weekend and eat microwave meals. Do you know what I mean? So like, exactly. <laughs> calm down, don't get skin cancer and wear your sunscreen. Like the FDA will literally like keep using sunscreen. Like yeah. this is something we found. Um, but we, we'll, we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about this for another video. I think it'll make it more interesting. We'll do chemicals topic. another day. Yeah, chemicals. People are like, oh my God, no chemicals. Do you have anything chemical free? <laughs> yes, so nothing. Um, that's what I can really find on skincare. They're all very similar. Yeah, well, let, like, what? Okay. Yeah, so let's talk about makeup. What are some, because we yeah. kind of did like a few little makeup y bits there, but I feel like makeup is makeup is fashion you know so I feel like there's always constant yes. trends as far as like colours and stuff mm. like that go but I think as That's well because thing... of the internet there's just trends mm-hmm. that shouldn't exist <laughs> Do you know what I mean? there's like... trends that shouldn't exist and there's also trends that ho- have already existed and mm. people are like this new trend mm. and it's like that was new maybe in the 50s mm. and then when it came around again in the 80s 2000s but there's so many trends and this is the thing especially with makeup marketing at the moment trends change every single week or mm. every few days or every something so there's all or there's always something but the, the thing I don't like about trends online is how it resonates into real life yeah um, and how it affects again people need to remember when they're watching videos everything is either a, a marketing technique or marketing um what's it called strategy, strategy yeah. or it's or it's like a um a company trying to sell you something trying to tell you something is is necessary mm. you know um, one trend that I hate, which everybody will know, is baking. baking. And that's baking under the eyes. Um, and just general excessive use of product under the eyes. Mm. It's it's not beneficial. A lot of people say, you know, it's you know, it really helps them, but I mean, I <laughs> I don't know how to say this out sounding rude. I've never seen somebody who bakes in real life that their makeup has looked generally good. Yeah. But like, that's the thing, it, it's not a real life situation. Baking it's not, was it's popularised not. because 
well, other than drag queens, which you'll probably talk about, but like, yeah, people like Kim Kardashian was doing it to take pictures for Instagram. So here's in her the deal house. as well. Yeah, this is this is the thing. It, it is a drag queen technique, and somewhere along the way, a makeup artist has tried this on somebody, and they've been like, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the I, I can never remember his full name, but the guy who does Kim Kardashian's makeup, Mario, literally posted a tweet or something like that, and it was like, oh, remember this picture? And it was when he baked Kim Kardashian's face. And he was like, I never do this in real life, I just thought it was a fun picture, mm. and then it became a trend. And he was like, ha ha ha, you know? Mm. <laughs> but I was like, listen, when that came out, you don't realise how many makeup artists' lives you ruined. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, yeah. everyone was like, bake my face. But that's the thing, somebody with quite a big influence, like Kim Kardashian, I don't think he has such a big influence at the time, mm. that picture goes out and everyone's like, this is instantly a necessity, mm-hmm. which it isn't, if that makes sense. The yeah. same with skincare. People are like, this, this is something that now needs to become part of my life and a necessary part of my um, routine. Mm. What do you think people were doing before? What were people doing before, you know, in their everyday lives to help yeah. things stay on their face or brighten their under eye or, or things like that? It's just, it's just awful. And if a makeup artist does it, who's at that amazing level of makeup artistry, fine. Mm. He can make it look a certain way. But you know, if you're 12 years old and you're baking, I know it's the first time you've done makeup. Come on, ma'am. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, But an excessive use of like foundation, like you literally see people painting on foundation and it's like, yeah, like you're not like, are you, I don't get it. Yeah, so somebody actually says here as well, they hate baking and um, full coverage foundation. It's like putting on a mask and it doesn't look good. Here's the thing with with full coverage, right? Full coverage to some people means, like you said, painting on a mask. Mm. You see these videos of people literally slavering it on and then patting it into place on their face. And then baking over it. You can buy, yeah, you can buy a full coverage foundation that is made to be full coverage and blend it like you would any other foundation I kind of see it as you know when people exfoliate their face Mm. they get an exfoliator and they scrub their face and they they apply more pressure because they're exfoliating in their mind they're like I need to scrub 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 it's like it's like with a full coverage foundation people are like I'm using full coverage I need to use a lot Mm. it's a full coverage because you can use the same amount as you usually do, <laughs> but it's going to give you a full coverage. You don't need that yeah. excess applying more. There's something about the formula that is going to give you full coverage without you having to use it excessively. Yeah. So I think that's where people go wrong in that kind of sense. Full coverage doesn't mean excessive product. Yeah. If you if you want if you want a full coverage, buy a full coverage foundation. But the only issue is this is where again the makeup industry hasn't got it quite right yet. A lot of full coverage foundations are made for oilier skin and not everyone has oily skin. But then people with oily skin, makeup comes off quicker. So ideally you don't really want a full coverage. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, it's nice to kind of experiment and things like that. But again, if if you're online and you see somebody using a foundation, not a lot of thought goes into buying a product that's for your skin. Like you see an influencer using a certain brand and a certain type, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy that because it looks good on them. But what's their skin type? What's their skin mm. texture? How is your skin different? You know, what do you do on a daily basis that you need it to last this long or to be this full coverage? Yeah, that's what, another thing as well is like, there might be someone doing their full face like that, but they're literally doing it just for that video. And then they're probably going to go take it off and do another look and then take it off. Literally. They're not going out. They don't know how long that foundation lasts. They Mm. don't know how long it lasts, um, the influencer themselves but like yeah it lasts something hours because they're reading it off a bottle yeah if i'm gonna review a product i will you will use it a week before i'll wear it all day for a few days right. how else are you gonna know you know yeah um so <laughs> some i don't know whether they say they hate this or not but the big brows trend a lot of people have talked about what you call like an instagram brow mm. <laughs> Which again isn't a new thing. This is a brow that was around before Instagram. We used to do it all the time, like in in makeup artistry, when people wanted really dramatic looks. Bushy brows, um, or do you mean bushy like just brows. blocky? Well, so there's a few different ones. So that block, which they now call like an Instagram brow, mm. which is like this tattooed, almost solid shape, which I think is horrible. Mm. <laughs> like you can get a really strong brow. You can definitely define the outside tails. But when it comes to this inside corner, <laughs> I remember I was doing um, this women's makeup and um, she was a regular client of mine. And you know, it was, I was making, I was trying to make money. So I just kind of let her do whatever she wanted. I would always do her brows where it would start, like f- it would fade into a really nice tail. Oh, yeah. A really nice, like structured brow. 
And then she would always be like, oh, would you mind if I just finish off a brow? And it was like routine. I'll be like, no, you go ahead and do it. And she would like circle off the front of her brows. What do you mean? So she would, she would like round them off. Oh my God. If that makes sense. So I was like, first of all, it doesn't look natural in any way at mm. all. But it doesn't have to because you want bold brows. But yeah. no one's brows are circular. Mm. But, you know, it's personal preference yeah. at the end of the day. I, but also... I believe they're called sperm brows. I believe they are called sperm. <laughs> Spermular brows. Um, but there's... But um, but brows and lips are something that always change in trends. Like, um, mm. you can have, like, natural lips for, like, months. Everyone's like, oh, I love a good beige. And it'll go into deep reds. And that, it changes with season as well. Yeah. But brows, talking about, we used to call them raccoon brows, where it, they would just be, like, spiked, like, laminated brows. Oh, I like, see, I like that products. look. I absolutely love that. Mm. I think it's really nice. I think it looks really fluffy. I think it looks mm. really youthful as well. There's nothing worse than having really thin eyebrows. But I that was a trend, you. right? In the 90s. In People the 90s, yeah. So mm. thin. But I always think of, you can always see the bone structure around the eyes. Like, it's mm. one of the areas where it either gets really sunken because you're really tired. Yeah. But imagine having no brows. How, like, skeletal would you look? Yeah, So, like, true. the thin of a brow, it's mm. like, I can see your skull. Yeah, can you can see skull. the actual dip. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> your actual <laughs> skull dip. Skull dip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, brows are such a personal thing. I think everybody has their, like, oh, my brows look good like this. And everyone can look back at a picture of them where they thought their brows looked amazing and they actually didn't. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going to be in about 20 years' time for yeah. some of you. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, oh, there was another um, trend, and this kind of... Um, is something that's, I think it's dying down a little bit, but um, highlighter on the skin. Highlight is a really nice product. Mm. Like it isn't, again, it's nothing new. Pro- these products have been around for a really long time, but there's kind of more experimental colors in highlighters now. Like mm. you can get blue, you can get pink, you can get black, yeah. you can get black highlighters. Um, to a point where people do use these colors every day, which I think is a really nice thing to do if you want to experiment with color. Mm. But there's kind of, there was kind of like this period where everyone was wearing so much highlighter that their faces looked grey. Oh, like all in the wrong places as well. All in the wrong places. Mm. They looked like grey moons. Yeah. Like beautiful. Beautiful grey moons. Beautiful grey moons. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. I think you need to think about just how sometimes layering skincare can be too much. Yeah. Layering makeup can definitely be too much because it's something you physically see. I was going to yes, say. Yes, it washes off. Yeah. But, yeah. Are, are there things though? Because you know, like in skincare, a, a, one thing I get a lot is I'll talk about one of my favorite ingredients and people are like, do I need that? And I'm always like, I yeah. don't know. Like what, yeah. what is your skin situation? Yeah. Kind of thing? Yeah. Are, are there makeup products that people just, not everyone needs to use? Do you know yeah, what I mean? 100%. Like, obviously yeah, no one needs to use anything, but like... No, of course. But I mean, there's, like I said, full coverage foundation is such a big thing mm. that everyone's like, yeah, I just like full coverage, which is fine. You can do it, but you, see you don't people need to people with perfect skin using it. Oh my God. Yeah, again, preference, and that's mm. fine. I get it. But then highlighters, here's the thing as well. People see highlighters and it's this glittery, like metallic kind of thing. Mm. But a, a glittery kind of metallic gold or silver, whatever highlighter, isn't always necessary. Mm. Like a skin necessary. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a skin brightener, for example, can also highlight the area. Right. You know, like the old clicky Tusha class. Tusha class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from mm. YS. That's a highlighter, mm. but it just makes your skin glow or it gives it like a highlighted area it doesn't always right. have to be shine and metallic yeah. but there are a lot of products where people are like do i need this it's like i don't know mm. yeah. you tell me but it's, it's again it's completely how you want to look isn't it like if you want to do a full highlighted face knock yourself yeah. out but here's the thing you need to be careful how you layer yeah. those products yeah so imagine it's almost like um imagine the gold touching contour you have gold now with like a gray undertone mm. or like a terracotta if it's touching your bronzer you need to be really careful how you structure your products mm. and making sure they don't touch if that makes sense right. you, otherwise you create a new texture and yeah. a new color yeah and re- ideally with makeup you want it to be the color that it is in the palette yeah 
or in the bottle or in the tube. So that's where people were getting this gray like texture because they were using bronzer absolutely everywhere yeah. or contour absolutely everywhere and then putting a highlighter on top. Yeah. And you're making like this gray, really weird, muddy kind of color. Right. Um, so I think highlighter is really nice. I wouldn't do a full face of high of, of makeup without adding highlighter, mm. but it's how you think about it yeah. and how you do it and how you apply it and what colour you're using. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get a pure white highlighter, then, yeah, it's going to look pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So, it really, it really depends on the products and I think that's the difference between trends in skincare and trends in makeup is that a trend in, in skincare can potentially harm your skin in the long mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Whereas a trend in makeup, you can just wash it off and look back on your mistake. Isn't it you know? funny though how like you're, you're obviously a professional makeup artist and you're looking at these like mm. beauty influencers doing things that you think yeah. they don't need to be doing that. I always think yeah. like obviously I'm not like a dermatologist or anything, but I'm sure there's a dermatologist looking at what I'm doing. I think they don't 100%. need to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like why yeah. are they using that or that this ingredient? Is the thing. Isn't I think the best. of yeah. I think of the the makeup industry I feel like there's two separate industries there's the industry that we all see online and a lot of people think that's the makeup industry where it's companies turning out products influencers are part of that with them it's all one group and then there's the side of the industry that's editorial fashion all that kind of stuff I get a lot of people comment on my videos and they're like um you say you're professional but when I googled you nothing came up what and it's like, well, there's a difference between celebrity makeup artists or um, an influencer or something mm. like that. Um, and then somebody who does, like, editorial and all that kind of stuff. If you Google, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that work on Fashion Week. You can't Google every single one of them, you know? Yeah. So I think people... I don't know. It's kind of... I can see the difference in... When it comes to Instagram and things like that, how it's more of a sales pitch. Yeah. Whereas on, you don't look through like a magazine and look at an editorial and be like, I need all these products. Yeah. That's a nice image. You might want the clothes, you might want the model skin. Yeah. But it's a completely different thing. Whereas, and that's the thing as well, trends happen so often and so quickly on Instagram because it is... Mm advertising it's marketing that's the thing brands make trends for you to yeah, buy their product 100 percent. yeah 100 listen james so mm. something i think we can both kind of um chime in on would mm. be um a comment that i saw that says they don't like um glowing skin or like the glass skin trend in makeup and skincare they think it looks like oil uh now this is the thing this is the thing. Is there is like a very fine line between glowy and greasy. Absolutely. And the difference is like greasy and oily should look like it's a, on the surface because it is. Yeah. Glowing should mm-hmm. look like from within, in if that makes skin. sense. Yeah. In the skin. Um, <laughs> but I get it. Not many people like it. It's, it's like, I don't like matte skin. I, I feel like matte skin looks unhealthy and dry even if it's even i feel like a glow is a sign of um healthiness and hydration and yeah, well, yeah. plumpness and stuff mm-hmm. but again that's not for everyone and that's yeah. just my my personal perspective but again glowing skin has like always been around it's it was yeah, it's course. just glowy skin it's glass skin it's now called honey skin do you mean like <laughs> it's just reinvented yeah like all the time you yeah know? absolutely um and it's just like either you have glowy skin or you have matte skin basically pregnant but i do I've get that a lot of people years. see it mm, i get comments on my videos sometimes like you look really greasy in this i'm like i'm actually glowing i'm like it's not <laughs> there's grease. actually a natural glow it's actually just glowing um <laughs> But yeah, I do, no, get, I do it. get it. It does look yeah. like. Here's the thing: there's especially with things like ma- things like makeup, especially with makeup, to mm. get a glow on the skin, you have to be so careful when where you place like highlighters and things like that, mm. because sometimes mm. it can look like sweat. I well, saw... you know when we did that video together and I highlighted, you said mm. highlight wherever your skin naturally reflects the light. Right, so I within did, like, reason. under my nose yeah. and like in the, cor- <laughs> yeah. like in the corners of my forehead I and always, shit, I just looked oily. Yeah. I always think, ignore the, where do you sweat and where do you get really oily? Like you wouldn't put mm. highlighter on the edges of your nose around your nostrils where you naturally tend to get oily. Some people do it on their chin and it looks like dribble. Some people do it on the yeah. middle of their forehead and it looks like sweat. So you need to kind of think about where do you catch the light that looks like you have glowing skin? And where do you catch a light where it looks like you have oil or grease? You know, where do you get greasy? For me, it is my forehead. 
and yeah. my nose, so I tend to stay away from them areas, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, it's difficult. I do yeah. get it, though. I do. Some people do just look... I mean, if I was to do, like, glass, glowy skin, I would look, like, greasy, because I am greasy, yeah. and I'm going to be yeah. greasy at some point. But that's the thing as well. It's not just about having a physical reflective shine to your skin. It's no. about having an even skin tone. Yeah. It's about having skin that generally looks bright, you know, exactly. rather than, like, dull. Exactly. Um, so, but again, yeah, it's a trend, and it's not for everyone. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely like, a, like, I used to love matte skin. I used to think if my skin was matte, it meant I wasn't oily. Then the moment I got my oils under control, my natural secretions, yeah. I was like... Oh, I actually quite like dewy looking skin. Yeah. See, here's the, the again, the difference with makeup is that if I don't massify my skin, mm. like skincare, my skincare routine is all about hydration. But when it comes to makeup, if I don't massify my skin, I'm going to be oily later. So yeah. it's almost like that balance of I could have to completely massify and then add shine. Yeah. You know, if yeah. that makes sense. It's, yeah. um, it's definitely a, a <laughs> lifestyle choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with it. No. <laughs> Coming out as glowy skin is, you know, a difficult time for everyone. <laughs> Listen, I think we should round it up there because we've been talking for about an hour. Uh, so, so, what's your takeaway from today? You know what my takeaway from today is, James? Um, Go on. <laughs> yeah, no. I am. Um, I think when it comes to, so here's how, what I see, there's no issue with trends, there's no issue with um, changing times and new products and things like this. The issue is seeing what is a trend, what's a useful trend, what's a useful um, or fun trend, and seeing what's a sales gimmick, and seeing what mm. is more of a tactic, if that makes sense. Mm. So if a company is like, oh, the new trend is honey lips <laughs> and then they release this whole line of lip products called honey lips it's mm. like you know it's a a tactic. gimmick yeah yeah use but what you have that, use what you already have go on yeah but then saying that a lot of brands will base like there's a, a brand that called their serum glass skin serum because it's a yeah. trend and it's literally yeah. just a hyaluronic acid serum exactly you know I mean? so exactly so that, do, yeah do you have that product already can you find it cheaper is it mm. looking to what the product is if that makes sense so instead yeah. of like like you said, being like, oh, it's it's glass skin. That's exactly what it's for. Glass skin is basically a skincare technique or a makeup technique where you shine. A, con- a conjunction yeah, of things Yeah, so you don't well. need one product that does it for you if you have all mm. these products already. Be smart with money, and that's dumb coming from me, because I buy everything that, oh, you know, you're is shoved in my face. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be like, buy this bag of poo. And I'll be like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> the worst kind of like. <laughs> so maybe I wouldn't Terrible. buy a bag of poo. <laughs> yeah, someone's but, selling you know, it. You'll someone, buy it. Someone's selling it back. You make so much money. But here's the thing as well. Like with like fashion trends. Yeah. Not everything is for everyone. Exactly. You know? So just because something's trending and is the latest gimmicky must-have, it doesn't mean, like, like you're not going to see me in a full oversized suit, which is a fashion trend I like at the moment, because I look like I'm on work experience. Yeah. You know, wearing my dad's suit. <laughs> and it just doesn't suit me. So exactly. trends aren't for everyone. And the same with makeup and skincare especially. That's very, very personal. Mm. Um, it's, it's just, it might not be for you, but it's all right because yeah. you might be able to hop on the next one if you want exactly. to. Exactly. And here's the but, thing. We're all individuals. We all have different skin to each other. You know, we might have the same oily skin, but I am but no one dehydrated. shares skin. You know, no one shares their skin <laughs> unless you're a psychopath, you know, yeah. <laughs> but we're all, we're all different. You're, we're all unique in terms of our skin and things like that. So find what works for you. You don't have to... You don't have to jump on everything unless you want to. Don't feel pressure. That's what it is. Trends Mm. shouldn't be pressure. They should be fun. They should be experimental. And not expensive. And just enjoy everything. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your (laughs) life. That's a really good quote to end on. Enjoy your life. Episode three. Enjoy your life. Episode (laughs) three. Okay, don't forget to rate, review. Subscribe if you haven't already. And if please you review because we're reading the comments on the podcast reviews just like we read our Instagram and YouTube yeah. comments. So, um, yeah, keep sharing on the Instagram. Yeah, thank you so much again, guys, for doing that. That really does mean a lot. Yeah. We really appreciate okay. it. Oh, you know what we forget to mention? When we're actually going to post our podcast. Oh, what day do we post? Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So once a week on a Wednesday, we'll be posting the podcast <laughs> to the platforms that they are on at the moment. So yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, All thank right. you so much. I've been Robert yeah. Welsh. And I'm still James Welsh from over here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.